Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CME curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements as well as the learning objectives. Hello, this is CME on ReachMD, and I'm Dr. Edwin Salsitz. Here with me today is Dr. Ethan Cowan. A campersate like naltrexone has often been used as a treatment for patients with alcohol use disorder. Dr. Cowan, let's spend some time looking at this agent, a campersate. What's been your experience with a campersate? Yeah, so a campersate is one of the three FDA-approved agents for the treatment for alcohol use disorder. Now, in my practice in the emergency department, it's used relatively uncommonly. And in reality, there's actually very few patients that we see that come in who are on a campersate. And I think part of this is due to, again, a lack of education on the part of providers about which medications are available for the treatment for alcohol use disorder. And then with a campersate in particular, I think that those people who do know about this agent feel that maybe it's less effective than some of the others, or maybe it's more difficult to use because there are contraindications for patients who have ongoing renal disease. So I think unlike maybe some of the other agents, this one is used less often. So that being my experience, I'm actually curious to kind of hear how this is used more often in the outpatient setting. Well, Dr. Cowan, I agree with everything you've said. Acamprosate has been an unusual drug in the sense that it did very well in European studies, particularly with abstinence as the goal, as opposed to decreased heavy drinking. However, in the United States, the studies were not as robust. The mechanism of action is very intriguing that it operates by balancing out the glutamatergic and GABA interactions, which are disturbed by alcohol. But one of the problems with acamprosate is you have to take two pills three times a day. So that brings in the adherence and compliance, and that's not easy to do three times a day. And it also has a 16 to 20% incidence of diarrhea. And for those reasons, I agree with you, it's become kind of a second-line drug. There are times when naltrexone cannot be used when somebody is on opioid medication for pain or for addiction, and so a campersate can be tried. You know, with all these medications, one size does not fit all, and it's often a trial and error situation. Yeah, that's great. Again, I think that this is a medication that's useful, more likely in our setting as a second line agent, and oftentimes probably will be started upon referral. Yeah. The data on acamprosate is that it should be started when the patient is abstinent for a week or so. Somehow the results are better that way. The other thing about the acamprosate and the naltrexone is that some people think if you drink while you take those medications, you'll get sick. So they're confusing those medications with disulfiram. And you don't get sick. We don't want people to drink excessively on the medications. But if they do, they don't get sick. That's a really good point. So this brief discussion has further added to our understanding of the pharmacologic and the psychosocial management of patients with alcohol use disorder. Unfortunately, our time is up. Thanks for listening. You have been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is provided by Prova Education and is part of our Minute CME curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash Prova. Thank you for listening.